Welcome back Giants fans. So today we have a video going over some possible GM candidates for the Giants GM job that should be open very soon. Of course, Dave Gettleman is still the GM. We don't know why, but he is. But he'll be fired or retired soon, whatever they want to call it. So anyway, um, I have about seven or eight candidates in this video. If I forgot anyone or left anybody off, let me know in the comments who I did leave off. Um, someone commented on Sunday, hey, you should make a GM job video. I was like, oh, wait, you're right. Because I, I basically forgot the season was almost over. It kind of slipped my mind. So anyway, um, here we are. So... Leave a like if you enjoy, that would help a lot. And let's get into the video. So I made graphics for you guys. I kind of typed a paragraph for each guy, kind of giving like a summary of who he is. So we'll start with John Dorsey, the 61-year-old, the former GM of the Browns and the Chiefs. So he's an interesting guy, um, kind of has like some Dave Gettleman vibes to him, kind of like I'm the smartest guy in the room, has some ego to him. But he, I think, is a better... GM than Dave Gettleman was. At least with John Dorsey, he picked some very talented players. He was a GM who took Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and Cleveland took guys like Denzel Ward, who's a good cornerback, Nick Chubb, of course, the running back. His first move in Cleveland was trading for Jarvis Landry, traded for Odell Beckham. So with Dorsey, he's a risk taker. He's not afraid to take guys who are big names and maybe are partially locker room problems things like that not saying Odell was a locker room problem I don't believe that stuff but some people do so he's not afraid to do uh, to do that he's not afraid to take risk on guys that have had kind of troubled past like when Kareem Hunt had the video of him kicking that woman he still signed him to the Browns and it ended up being a pretty nice signing by them um, maybe that's not morally correct but that's what he does he's a risk taker he bets on talent and I believe Travis Kelsey had some off-field well maturity concerns too when he was taken so he doesn't care even Antonio Cal who they took out of uh, Florida, I think it was, had like, I think he failed a drug test or something too. So John Dorsey doesn't care. If he thinks you're talented, he'll try to get you on his football team. I don't think that will mesh with Mara. John Mara likes guys that are more buttoned up and like just very good media people and things like that although John Merritt did employ Josh Brown knowing that he beat his wife but that's neither here nor there but um so yeah John Dorsey I mean it's possible based on experience he's been around but I also heard he's not a fan of collaboration in a video I watched about him once so I don't know I don't think it's like very possible but I guess he might get an interview but he's definitely not a guy that I expect to be the Giants GM here in a couple weeks next we have Monty Osenfort he's a guy that if Joe Judge stays as the Giants head coach next year, I think has a legitimate chance of getting this job. Now, there's not much about him, unfortunately. When you Google Monty for, I mean, I, there's a couple of videos of him on YouTube of like, he's in like these Patriot montages of front office guys. You kind of have to watch the whole thing and um, wait for Monty's turn to talk. But yeah, I mean, basically he crossed paths with Joe Judge from 2014 to 2018 when they were with the Patriots. He was a director of college scouting for the Patriots. And he recently interviewed for GM jobs with Carolina and Cleveland, but fell short, of course. He is currently the director of player personnel for the Tennessee Titans. So he's been with two good organizations. Obviously, the Titans are a good team now. They've had a lot of injuries. They've overcame all that stuff. Uh, the Patriots, of course, are known for their winning the past 20 two years, whatever it's been. So yeah, um, he's been with uh, good organizations. When I watched his interviews, he seemed like a nice guy. I feel like you can get a lot out of interviews. Like you can kind of tell right away, like, okay, does this guy get it or does he not get it? Like, like with Gettleman, you can tell like, all right, there's a few screws missing here. This guy's kind of out there. But with guys like Osin Fort, it's like, okay, it's a normal guy. He gets it. Respectful guy. Like, you know, I, I just, I feel like you can get a good gauge of a guy just watching interviews. Like you're not going to understand everything. I wish I could ask these guys questions of course, but I'm just a YouTuber, so I can't, but um, I feel like watching these guys' interviews, you can kind of get a good gauge of who they are, but obviously John Mara has uh, 
the better chance with the actual interviews. I don't, so that's unfortunate. But anyway, um, I got a good vibe from Osin for um, I wouldn't be mad at it. I mean, of course, the the bad part is I do want Judge fired right now. So if Osin Fort were to be the Giants GM, there's a good chance it's along with Joe Judge being the head coach. So that's the downside. But I think Osin Fort on his own individually would be a pretty nice hire. I mean, I'm not sure. I don't know too, too much about the guy, but just from the interviews I watched, I got a good vibe. So I wouldn't hate it. Not my first choice, but also would not hate it if the Giants went in this direction. Next, we have Dave Ziegler, another guy that if Joe Judge remains as head coach, I think has a pretty solid chance of getting this job. So Ziegler joined the Patriots in 2013. He was with Joe Judge from 2013 to 2019. I don't know why I said 18, but 2019. Apparently, he took on more of a responsibility in this past offseason in 2021, and that gets me excited because the Patriots were kind of notorious for not having great drafts, not having great offseasons in recent years with Bill Belichick. So now, Bill Belichick all of a sudden was looking for a guy to take on more responsibility. He picked Dave Ziegler, and the Patriots coincidentally have their best offseason in a long time, you know, signing guys like Hunter Henry signing Matthew Judon, Devon Godshaw, and a bunch of other guys in free agency, uh, John o. Smith. So like they had a really good offseason, the Patriots, and it comes with Dave Ziegler kind of getting a mini promotion, if you will, to be um, the right-hand man for Bill Belichick. So that's definitely something I love hearing. So Ziegler apparently interviewed for the Broncos GM job, but I'm pretty sure the way I heard it was Bill Belichick convinced him to stay with the Patriots. So maybe he's waiting one day to, you know, once Bill Belichick moves on from football, maybe maybe Ziegler's looking to be the full-time GM there. Maybe he's waiting, kind of like Josh McDaniels has been rumored to wait until Bill Belichick retires, something like that. So I'm not convinced he'll leave New England, but if he does leave New England, Ziegler is a very interesting candidate and with you know him getting promoted and the Patriots having a great 2021 offseason, that excites me. Um, I watched an interview with him, seemed like a good guy once again, so um, I can get behind this one for sure. I kind of like him more than Osen Ford, I'm not going to lie, so Ziegler versus Osen Ford, give me Ziegler, but yeah, we'll see what happens. I do think if Judge stays, the Giants will try to interview Ziegler. They may not you know, be granted uh, that permission, but I do think they'll try and we'll see what happens, but if the Giants went in this direction, I can get behind Dave Ziegler for sure. So next we have Joe Shane. I always thought it was Joe Shome, my dumbass but I actually just watched the video. I saw it was Joe Shane, so I wanted to uh, nail that pronunciation. So Joe Shane is now with the Buffalo Bills. Now in 2008, Shane was hired by the Miami Dolphins and Bill Parcells. And it's been said that Bill Parcells really likes Joe Shane. So if John Merrick goes back to the well and kind of asks these older guys, guys like Ernie Accorsi, and even goes back to a guy like Parcells, he will put in the good word for a guy like Joe Shane. And Joe Shane's a guy that I actually ended up really liking. Like, he's now with an organization with Buffalo next to Brandon being a guy who might be one of the best GMs in football. I'm pretty sure won the executive of the year last year. So um, they have built a Super Bowl contending team there in Buffalo. And this guy, Joe Shane, has been near the top of the totem pole with making personnel decisions there. So apparently he tried to interview for the Carolina job last year, but lost out to Scott Fitterer, who's the current GM there in Carolina. But Joe Shane's a guy who, like, he's young. He, he gets it. He's a guy who just gets it, and he came from a great organization with Buffalo. I'd be excited for this one. I don't know if it's going to happen, but if it did happen, I'd be excited. I think his name has been linked to the Giants by some people, so... He's one of my, you know, higher candidates that I would want for this job, not my first choice, but definitely up there. I'd be I'd definitely be excited if Joe Shane ends up being the Giants GM here. All right, next group of four here. We start with Lewis Riddick. Okay, so Lewis Riddick I thought was a guy that a month ago was definitely one of the front runners for this job. Then this report came out that one guy was not willing to work with Joe Judge, who was a possible Giants GM candidate, and we all kind of thought it was uh, Lewis Riddick. Could be wrong, but I don't know. It's kind of like the the Lewis Riddick talk is kind of cool 
cooled down lately, so I'm not as convinced it will be him. There was that picture of John Merritt and Lewis Riddick talking at a game recently. I think it was that Chiefs Monday night game. So, of course, you know, he does Monday night football, so he does have some connections, of course, with the Giants. And he interviewed for the Giants GM job back in 2017. He was the one quote-unquote outsider that the Giants interviewed back in 2017. So, Lewis Riddick, of course, has the front office experience. He was with the Eagles and was with Washington. He was a director of pro personnel with those teams. And he did lose out to Dave Gettleman. So there's that. And there's also the fact that on TV, Lewis Riddick has said the Giants should draft Dwayne Haskins. He said the Giants should draft Saquon Barkley. There was another bad one. Well, he said Isaiah Simmons, which is not nearly as bad, but still, I mean, to not have the Giants taking a tackle on that draft in 2020 was probably the wrong move. So yeah, Lewis Riddick, I feel like there's a lot of red flags there. Um, I would give him a chance. I'm not going to completely hate him from day one. Like, I'll give him a chance and see what he does, but just based on the track record of what he said on TV, the fact that he lost out to Dave freaking Gettleman for a GM interview is not what you want to see. So I definitely have my concerns with Riddick, but I will be fair. I will give him the, the clean slate and we'll see what happens but it is possible but if judge stays i think it's less likely so next we have elliot wolf a guy that i was not really too familiar with i went back and read his history it's actually very interesting so wolf is just 39 years old and he's been in the nfl since 2004 so i guess he's been in the nfl since his early 20s but wolf's father was ron wolf who was the packers gm from 1991 to 2001 and he definitely had a lot of success there the packers have not they were not on the best stretch i will say that he traded for brett Favre. he signed some other guys who were really good um and the Packers all of a sudden were a really great team again so you know Elliot Wolf's father definitely helped save the Packers maybe his son can save the Giants we'll see but yeah um so it was rumored back in 2015 that Ernie Accorsi who was a consultant with the Lions trying to find their next GM was putting in the good word for Elliot Wolf. Now, Elliot Wolf was the Lions' first choice to be the GM and apparently had that job wrapped up, but the Packers did not allow him to go for that interview, so he was not the Lions' GM. Maybe that's the good move for them in hindsight. But yeah, Elliot Wolf's definitely interesting. I like the fact that his father had experience and helped turn the Packers around once again. And Wolf recently went to the the Browns and the Patriots. I think he was with the Browns in like 2018, 2019, and I think the last couple years has been with the Patriots as like more of an advisor or something like that. So yeah, Elliot Wolf, I mean, I can get on board. I watched his interviews as well. He seemed like a good guy. So he's young, probably understands analytics, positional value. I like that stuff. So Elliot Wolf, I can get behind that one for sure. It's a bit out of the box, but hey, he does have the Ernie Accorsi connection. So that's a good news for him if he wants to be the Giants GM. Next, we have Mike Borgonzi, a guy who I've seen, you know, his name thrown out a lot by Giants fans. A lot of Giants fans have this guy as their first preference. And I get why. Definitely has a good history. So Borgonzi has been with the Kansas City Chiefs since 2009, has worked his way up the ladder. He started as a college scouting administrator and is currently the assistant GM 12 years later. Peter Schrager, a guy who works on Good Morning Football, I'm sure most of you know him, called him the Chiefs' secret weapon. So, yeah, he's a guy that definitely worked his way up with Kansas City, and the Chiefs have been a very good team for a long time. They had, like, that one bad season where they got Fisher, like, first or second overall, but, like, for the most part, the Chiefs have been a very good team for a long time since they got Alex Smith, basically, which was, what, like, eight, nine years ago, so they've been in a good spot, and he is a part of that front office that was able to revamp their entire offensive line in one offseason. So the Giants, of course, 
have taken a decade to get their offensive line right. The Chiefs had four out of their five starters leave the offensive line. It was Eric Fisher, Mitchell Schwartz, Kalecio Semele, and Austin Ryder. Four guys that were starters on their offensive line left the team, and they were able to fix that offensive line in one year. I looked on PFF like a few days ago. They are third in run blocking and like seventh in pass blocking. They're one of the better offensive lines in football, and their left tackle, Orlando Brown, is not having that great of a year either, but they signed guys like Joe Tooney, a couple guys in the draft, and voila, they have a good offensive line somehow. So if, if he can come in here and help fix this offensive line, we'll probably build a statue for Mike Borgonzi at this point. So yeah, I don't like him as much as a couple other guys, but if Borgonzi was hired by the Giants, I can totally get behind that. I like his history. Um, he seems like a forward thinker, a guy that t uh, definitely understands the modern-day NFL and comes from a great organization. So I can get behind that. I'm not sure if it will happen. I'm not sure if we'll get an interview. There's not many connections here, I believe, to the Giants. But hey, he's a, definitely a hot name out there. He will get interviews eventually, whether it's the Giants or somebody else. So why not us? We'll see what happens. But, you know, he is one of the top candidates for sure. Next, we have Joe Hortiz, who is with the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens. He's been there for a long time, since 1998, and I respect the Baltimore Ravens very much. It's an organization that is always consistent. They don't make excuses. They're always injured, it feels like, especially this year. And they always push through and put up good records year after year. And he's worked under some really good GMs. Ozzie Newsom's one of the better GMs of all time. He kind of took a step back recently, like a mini retirement, if you will. But Eric DaCosta has also been a good GM for Baltimore so far. And Hortiz is one of the most trusted scouts with that team. He's currently the director of player personnel. And the Baltimore Ravens always have consistency, innovation, they're great at talent evaluation and I think this is one of the most well-run organizations in football. So if we get a guy like Joe Hortiz, who's been there since 1998, has worked under one of the best GMs of all time, the team has a great track record. He's won a couple Super Bowls, you know, 2000, of course, and then there was 2014 they won, 13, whatever it was, the Joe Flacco year. So as I said, Hortiz has yet to leave the nest in Baltimore. I tried to make a joke there. I don't even know if Ravens have nests, do they? I'm not really like a Raven expert, but I guess they do. I don't know. But he has yet to leave the Ravens, so I do think he'll get a GM job sooner or later if he wants one. Some guys just love being with their team. Some guys love the area. Maybe Hortiz loves Baltimore, doesn't want to leave. He's comfortable there. I get that, of course. But if he wants to leave and be a GM somewhere, he could probably get a job. And I watched like a 30-minute interview with him. It was a couple goofy kids my age interviewing him, and it was a, a good conversation. I respected a lot of what he said. And they were quizzing him on guys in the draft. He knew like some long snappers. He knew like these guys with random names, guys from random schools. Like he gets it. He's a smart guy. So I can definitely get behind Joe Hortiz. I didn't think I would like him that much, but I do. He's one of my you know top guys. I would say he's in the top five for sure. So I would love the Giants to go in this direction. There's not many connections that I'm familiar with, but if he does get the Giants interview, um, I think he would impress and we'll see what happens there. But he definitely would be a guy that I can get behind. So I made a final list here of two guys. These are like my dream hires for the Giants. Um, I don't know if they'll happen. I don't even know if they'll get interviewed, but these are my two favorite guys from the, uh, the research I've done. So the first is Ed Dodd, who I've mentioned for a while now. He's been with the Colts for a few years, and the Colts have built up a great team since he's been there. He was also with the Seattle Seahawks when they were building up their dynasty, of course, getting Russell Wilson and Cam Chancellor, Richard Sherman, and Earl Thomas, all those guys. So 
he's been around. And you know what? I mean, ever since Ed Dodds got to the Indianapolis Colts, it feels like things really got a lot better. Now, Chris Ballard, the current GM, deserves a lot of credit as well. But Ed Dodds being one of the main guys there and helping that turn around, I mean, you love hearing that stuff. Everywhere this guy has been, the organizations have turned around and they've been winners. I mean, like I said this with Borgonzi, but same thing here for Ed Dodds. When Ed Dodds, you know, went to the Colts, they had one of the, if not the worst offensive lines in football. Andrew Luck had to retire prematurely because of it. But when Ed Dodds and Chris Ballard got to Indianapolis, they turned him into one of the better offensive lines we have in football, maybe the best right now. So I love seeing stuff like that. And I just, I like Ed Dodds a lot. I've seen interviews. I, I like his philosophy as, as a football mind. I was going to say as a GM, he hasn't been there yet, but just as a football mind. And I would just love this hire. I would probably do something crazy on this channel. If he did get hired, I'd be super excited. He's definitely my favorite choice for this GM job. If you know, um, if he is interviewed, we'll see. I, I just don't see why not. Now, if Ed Dodd doesn't want to get the interview, I get that part of it. You can't force the guy to interview with you, but maybe John Mara wants to interview Ed Dodds, but does Ed Dodds want to go to the Giants? I mean, you could argue maybe not because the Colts are in a great spot right now. Um, Ed Dodds may wait for a better opportunity. The Giants right now as a football team are lost. We get that. They are in one of the worst situations in the NFL right now they might be in the worst honestly so you know we don't have a good head coach we don't have a great quarterback we have no offensive line um, terrible contracts so if a really well-respected GM candidate does not want to interview with the Giants I will not be offended will I be disappointed yes but I'm a realist I understand why a person would not want to take this job it's like it's a not a very attractive job yes it's the New York Giants you have the New York media you have an owner in John Mayer that's willing to spend money but there are so many things wrong with this current Giants team that I get why someone does not want to come here but if Ed Dodds did come here I would hope that John Mara gives that man the keys to the organization lets him do what he wants lets him pick the head coach the quarterback and honestly if they did that I would have a lot of confidence that Ed Dodds can turn his team around in a couple years so we'll see it's probably not going to happen I'm getting my hopes up for no reason I totally get it but Ed Dodds is the dream hire for me to be the Giants GM and lastly I have Adam Peters Adam Peters is a guy that I feel like does not get a lot of recognition that he probably deserves he was a guy that I noticed last year I was researching GM candidates around this time last year because I thought that Dave Gettleman might get fired but here we are a year later but anyway um, Adam Peters was a guy I liked last year he got a promotion this year because I just don't think they want him to leave I think the Niners like him so much that like they just don't they do not want him to get out of that organization and obviously John Lynch is the main guy he's going to be the GM but there's been rumors that Adam Peters might like be the next guy in line here so the Niners definitely respect him they love having him and he's worked uh, his way up the ladder there of course and he's been with the Patriots from 2003 to 2008 you know he's more of like a scout there of course a scouting department he was with the Broncos from 2009 to 2016 so took on multiple roles there they also won a Super Bowl there they made two Super Bowl appearances actually lost one by a lot but then they won the other one in 2015 so um, he's definitely been on some winning teams and since joining the 49ers in 2017, if you remember, like the Niners were not a good team in 2017. They traded for Garoppolo. They were like one in what one and eight when they traded for Jimmy. Like they were a bad team. So they got Garoppolo. He started winning games at the end of that season. But when he took over there, Adam Peters in 2017, the Niners were not in a good spot. And two years later, they were in the Super Bowl. So I'm not saying it was all Adam Peters, but that organization cherishes him. And I think one day, once John Lynch eventually moves on, they might want Adam Peters to be the GM there. So we'll see. I don't know if he wants to leave there. It's a great area, of course, great team. Does he want to go across the country and be the Giants GM in a bad situation? I don't know. But I do believe Adam Peters deserves some more recognition. I watched a couple videos of him. Definitely loved his personality. So I would definitely love to hire. Ed Dodds, of course, is my main guy. But Adam Peters is not too far behind. So Peters, Dodds, 
Would love either one of them. Do they happen? Probably not. I don't see it happening. I'm not going to get my hopes up. But yeah, so that'll do it for the video. I want to go over my least favorite and favorite GM candidates now that we're done with the video. So my favorites, of course, are Ed Dodds, Adam Peters. They're on like a tier of their own here. But right below them, I would put guys like Mike Borgonzi. I would put Joe Shane. I like him a lot. And I would put Joe Hortiz as well. I think those are my top five. So Peters, Dodds, Hortiz, Shane, and Borgonzi are probably my top five. Now, guys that I would not really be fond of if they if the Giants hired him, obviously, Lewis Riddick is tough to get behind. John Dorsey has a ton of concerns that come along with him, although he can evaluate talent, but there's a lot of personality concerns there. And, like, of course, there's other guys. There's definitely guys that are not in this video that have been rumored to go to the Giants that would definitely upset me. But for the most part, these are, like, the main guys that I think um, have a chance to be the Giants GM here. So... We'll find out, and I think I think Dave Gettleman's going to be fired on, what, Monday probably? So, I mean, we're only a few days away here, so we'll get there eventually. Should have happened a long time ago. I, I really cannot fathom that Dave Gettleman lasted four freaking years as the Giants GM. It's, it's unbelievable. Like, this should have been over a long time ago. It never should have happened, but it should have been over a long time ago. And as I told you guys in the past, if I were John Mara, the second he took Barkley, I would have fired him on the spot. Like, that's that was just, uh, that was one of the most lack of self-awareness picks I've ever seen. And Dave Gettleman also said, like, oh, I'm not picking up the phone to answer answer trade calls and like oh my god just drove me crazy anyway so yeah that'll do it just you know let's pray to god that even if you don't believe in god pray to somebody that the giants get this gm job right i mean they have to get it right this time if they get this wrong again and go in the direction of a terrible gm it's gonna be more losing like we have to bring in a guy who's an outsider i think a guy like an ed dodds a guy like a borgonzi or someone along those lines a joe hortiz who can come in here and John Merritt gives the power to and says, get us out of this mess. And I think those guys have a chance to do that. Those are really good football minds. They come from great organizations. They're very smart people. Um, the complete opposite of Dave Gettleman. So yeah, I would definitely, I, I think this is a very, I don't know how to save the Giants. I don't know how to get them out of this spot, but I trust one of these guys to do it. You know, I've, obviously, I have no freaking clue how to do it, but these guys, I think, have a chance to do it. So I saw it with my basketball team, the Brooklyn Nets. They were in probably the worst situation I've seen in a long time in sports, not having owned their own first-round pick for like four straight years. They were losing guys like Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown to the Celtics off of a terrible trade for uh, Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. The Nets were awful, but then they brought in a great GM in Sean Marks, who I love, my favorite GM. He runs the Nets right now and Sean Marks brought the Nets from hell to one of the I think their finals favorites right now in the NBA so like it's possible you got to hire the right guy it's tough to find the right guy sometimes but John Mara has to get it right and if he does get it right this organization that seems unfixable can be fixed there is a will there's a way but John Mara's got to get it right so let's just pray to whoever we believe in that the Giants get it right hopefully you guys enjoyed this video once again leave in the comments some uh, candidates I left out and you know let me know about them but hopefully you guys enjoyed and I'll talk to you guys next time